Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. We are the one, two, three, Sour Losers! What up, everybody? I am Lunchbox. I know the most about sports. So I'll give you the sports facts, my sports opinions, because I'm pretty much a sports genius. What's up, everyone? I'm Eddie, and I know the least about the sports, but I'm your average sports fan, your sports watcher. I just don't know the who's who's Dude. or the what's what's. What? What, what, do you, what do you keep talking about? We got him with that reverse Ginobili. He tried to Eurostep and do the sports genius, but then nobody even repeated it. <laughs> That's why I like doing it sometimes and not doing it sometimes. Coach, it's the Ginobili right back at it. Love it. I have, no, I, have, I have no idea what you're talking about. You know what we're talking about. <laughs> no, I just said sports genius. <laughs> just like that. And I mean, sometimes you chime in, sometimes you don't. I don't know. I don't pay attention. All right, y'all. I'm Sizzin. I'm from the north. I'm an alpha male. I do not go to bars anymore until the government allows us to. But I still do party on the west side with Bazer, shotgunning, Bud Light, seltzers. I've turned on White Claw. Lunch over to you. Well, not already. Sorry. Yeah, one second, real quick. I Dude, just that's wanna... like a news report where I accidentally go to the weatherman when I'm supposed to go to the side chick. You know what I'm saying? Like when it's they're doing. A, we didn't call it side. How chick. do they know who they're going to? I guess it's what? on the mo- telemonitor or whatever. If there's a script, coach. Oh, yeah, okay. coach. They write it all out before the broadcast. <laughs> they they plan it they're, out. They're, they're reading a teleprompter. You they, know we're that, gonna right? Open the show with Ray. Ray's live at the Capitol. Ray's gonna toss to the anchor desk. Then it's gonna be Eddie and Lunchbox at the uh, Lunchbox at the anchor desk, and they're gonna toss it back to Ray at the Capitol for the head story. That's okay, it. Okay, so that's what we're dealing with. We don't have the teleprompter like they do. Right. So that's why it's not as smooth. Yes, and you. Th- think it's easy to be a news person reading a teleprompter it's not i it's not san diego go but what i love is when they the teleprompter goes out they have no 
idea how to act. Well, that, that's why they have the sheets of paper in front of them, which they never look at unless the prompter goes out. I and mean, what the happens, prompter goes out, and you see their eyes just bug out yes. like, oh. There, there's uh, nothing better than a teleprompter going out because then they have to read these pieces of paper that they don't ever organize. That's, it's yeah. basically just a pile of crap in front of them. Yes. And so they start grabbing it, and they're like, oh, just, let me just grab something with a news t- headline on it. And then if two papers stick together, you're skipping a whole page. You're like, uh, uh. Uh, 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 where'd that page go? A uh, West Hills man died last night. It was a great story. Uh, what? Uh, peppers were stuck together. I'm sorry. Sarah, over to you. So when you're directing the newscast and something like that happens and you want to get off the anchors, you go to a, a pre-taped, you know, story. Like they call it a package. But that's so only going to buy them a couple minutes. It's only two minutes, two and a half minutes max. You don't want it more than two and a half minutes. So then they're like, roll the package, roll the package. Oh, boom. And what happens that people don't see, usually the anchor goes, what the just happened there? <laughs> <laughs> that's immediate. You're guaranteed immediately the anchor yelling at the control room saying, what just happened there? And the best thing is they can't be frustrated. I, for whatever reason... My fiance loves watching the nightly news, not even the national one. We watch the local one. So there's all kinds of screw ups left and right. Yeah. And it's always that guy that, you know, the weathered veteran who's been in the seat forever and he'll stumble over his words. He'll be like, yeah. Uh, and, but he still has to smile as he's doing it. Right. And he just looks like such a doofus, but you know, when the camera pans away from him, he's like freaking out. He's yelling at a producer or something. If you want to know the true colors of some of these news personalities, screw up the broadcast and you'll come out. They'll come out quick. Oh, sort of like, what's that guy's name? Bill O'Reilly. That's him. Yeah. We're and, doing live. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And what about Berman? I mean, that footage came out was great. I could probably find it. Oh, Tom, Chris Berman, Chris Berman. You guys don't know what I'm talking about? No, I don't think I know. What you're Chris talking. Berman. He could go all the way. Yeah. He got mad about something. Oh, boys, 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 boys. I was thinking Tom Brokaw when you <laughs> Tom Brokaw. What's his name? Brokaw. Not broke off? No. Uh, there might be swearings through his head. You're a jack off. Here I you go. got 18. God damn it. Can't everybody stop for 10 minutes? I mean, everybody seems that that's the only. Everybody can we stick. Jesus Christ. I mean, it's not that much to ask. Is that when everybody has to move when I'm trying to concentrate? <laughs> Yeah, that's it. Those are the true that colors. Epic code. Because what happens is these people like I you're making it. you're making me look bad. Like like first off, like they're doing it on purpose. No one's making them look bad on purpose, but they feel that way. You're making me look bad. It's like the uh the actor that went off uh, Christian uh, Bale. Leo DiCaprio. Christian Bale. Christian Bale. I don't know, Ray, you're good at I mean, I don't know I how you it. pulled that audio up so quick, but Christian Bale is doing some oh, scene. Coach, you messed up big time. And there was like a little extra that walked through the set and something happened and he just chews the poor person out. But there might be some hardcore in this one. That's okay. Why is that four minutes? Oh. Well, go ahead, Coach. I mean, this is a a two-hour podcast if we let let, let I think there might be some bombers in this one. Let's hear it. (laughs) We might have a commercial. (laughs) Since I'm a sound designer, I thought I'd subtitle the crew in the background. Oh, so that's just for us to read it. Go to it. Take your fucking ass! Okay. I want you oh, to fuck the stuff. Fuck. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, how about Bill O'Reilly? Oh, no, how about no, Bill O'Reilly? Coach, 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 hold on, stop. The hold on. first two words were F words. I told you. I, I wasn't sure. I didn't remember. I apologize to all the Here's kids Bill out there. O'Reilly. Bill O'Reilly. Here he goes hard. Here's a 51 second clap. Clip. Clap. And that is it for us today. Okay. Now, I can't read it. There's no, there's no words on it. 
All right, go, go. In five, four, three. That's tomorrow, and that is it. In five, four, three. That's tomorrow, and that is it for us today. And we will leave you with a... I, I can't do it. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll do it live! <laughs> Why is he mad? Because something's wrong on the teleprompter. First, there's nothing on there. There's no words. Then he can't read it. And then he's like, screw it. We'll just do it live! You are crazy, dude. Coach, you said the best line. These people's true colors will come out if Absolutely. You, one mess up happens. Yeah. Oh I, I've, seen, I've seen the nicest. Like uh, the, the news anchor has been there for... 40 years, the nicest old man you'll ever Tom meet. Tom broke off. And then this kind of crap happens. You make him look like like a dumbass on TV, and he'll come at you fast. Now, is that just they're in a bad mood because they're having a bad day and it's a mess up, or that's their true colors coming out? That's their true colors. No, no, no. In that moment, it's fight or flight. Like Somebody Bill O'Reilly right well, there, that on. sounded like his true colors. Hold on. You got to understand, guys, that these guys go to work every day, and they sit and they put a suit on that they hate. With a tie that they hate, that they've got to tie every day, and every freaking hair on their head has to be perfectly combed to the side, and they've got to act like the most perfect person in the whole wide world every day. But that's their flaw. They shouldn't act like that perfect person. Coach, then they can let their hair down a little you're bit. You're right. But but when I went into school, for, when I went to school for this, and when I did trainings, because right out of college, I was a reporter for like two months. And they took me to all these trainings, and they're like, you need to act like this. You need to dress like this. Your hair needs to be like this. I'm like, this is ridiculous. It's stupid. It's dumb. So these people have to be like that. So then when they're pissed, oh, yeah, their true colors come out. They let it all out, all the frustration that's built up. Dang. So that's the thing. You can't put on this fake front because eventually it's going to come out. Thank you. So if, if you are friends with real people, then you'll always know their personality. But it's that one friend of yours that just explodes on you after like a year and you're like, whoa, where did that come from? That's the person that's putting on a fake it front. It was the best thing ever. I remember like when, when I worked at the news, my first news station ever growing up. Well, then seeing- coach, go do news if you act like it was the best yeah, thing ever. Yeah, you just ever. said it was the best no, thing. You never it, said that about the podcast. No, it was the best thing ever to go to a bar after the po- after the newscast with some of these guys and see who they really are. Oh. It was amazing. It was amazing to see, holy crap, like this is what freaking so-and-so is really like. Like they were more personable or they were just like more. Oh, relax, chill. Tim Smith was the coolest dude ever on TV. He was a nerd. He uh, is the weather and I'm Tim Smith. But then in person, he was like, dude, you want a shot? Wait, he just throw his name out there, coach. That's a fake name, right? Obviously, Tim Smith <laughs> is a fake name. Ah, Tim Smith never made it far in the biz. <laughs> <laughs> Coach, I actually had the similar story to you. Be doing it. Coach, he did go with his real name. Oh my gosh! I thought it was so fake. Freaking idiot! I thought Tim Smith sounds like such a fake. Now hold on, is that his real name or is that his TV name? Who knows? So I worked with a guy because I, Eddie, I actually had an internship in radio. Yeah, or a TV. excuse me, in TV it, with uh, a station in town. Can't say it, the station or whatever, but I had the guy. I mean, it was maybe my first week of work. He straight up came out to me. Oh, oh, he was gay. Yeah, he came out of the closet. No, he didn't know those. I mean, he was probably out of the closet. He just came on to you. Oh, okay. No, he didn't come on to Ray. No, yeah, he, he told did. me. No, he, no, he just said he told him. Oh, he, was, he came out to you. Yeah. You know what? But I, that's what he could have been out of the. He could. I was at a bar. No, but coach, what we're saying is, he never said that on the air. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> well, on the he's air, never going to do that. Coach. Back in the day. It's more acceptable. It's more accepted nowadays. But back in the day, no one revealed that on the air. No, no, no. 
No, no, no. Especially in news because you don't your news personalities. They aren't the people that you tell them your personal life to. You right. Just read, you just, you just read you the look news. at them on camera, and they talk about news stories. They don't talk about themselves ever. That's so you, like so, when Ellen DeGeneres came out in her. She had a sitcom. And it was so crazy that she actually said that on TV that I, I'm pretty sure her show got canceled soon after that. Yes, but you're missing my point. My oh. point is news people wouldn't ever say that because the news isn't about them. The news is about it's the about story. It's about the story or whatever uh, they're telling. Oh, okay. But, so, but, but along those lines, this is, this is funny. But mine I, wasn't funny. I went to a bar. With a bunch of people Tim I used Smith. to work with. No, no, no. A bunch of people I used to work with. And, Coach, and we get it. You and Tim Smith were running buddies. And one of the guys, you know, that I worked with, we went out and outside, you know, and he would smoke a couple of cigarettes or whatever, and we we're talking, and he's like, Yeah, man, dude, you know, you're 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 a good dude. Like, I feel like we're kind of close. I feel comfortable telling you this, but I'm gay. And I was like, Wow, dude, well, I mean, that's it's an honor for you to like think that we're Close like that, like I, that's great, dude. That is actually a that is an honor thing. for good. you to think we're that close. Good, an honor, good for you, man. Like that, that makes me feel cool. Like that makes me feel good about about our relationship. It's cool, man, and I'm happy for you. That's great. Yeah, dude. Whew, it feels really good to tell someone. Cool. That was it. All right, right. We go back in. We celebrate, guys. Smash cut. A year later, there's a new girl that comes to work with us. They go out on a couple of dates. He marries this chick. Wait, what? And he gets married to another coworker. Plot twist. And I was hold like, on, hold on. I, I was like, ah, this is. Did you awkward. go to the wedding? N- no, I, didn't, I wasn't invited. Okay, because I was going to say, if at the wedding and they say, if anybody says <laughs> this, this shouldn't go on or speak now no, or forever, hold not, your peace. You would have been that guy. That's <laughs> when you were supposed to stand up and go, uh, hey, dude, remember we were at the Twisted Nugget and you were like <laughs> talking <laughs> about how you were not into girls? <laughs> like, I think that. There's something wrong with this wedding here. Hey, but remember you guys were at the Pink Pearl? Didn't you? Didn't that where you t- <laughs> Yeah, I mean, what in the world? Man, I, I had that feeling of just like, I, should I tell someone about this? Cause, Coach, take that one to the grave. Well, <laughs> Coach, I was a little too late for that. I just told you guys. Right, but, but are they still married? They're still married. Well, I'm changed. What, I mean, married. what else can you say? Yeah. Excuse, yeah. Do they have kids? I don't know. I don't know. I don't can, know. Can you kids. please reach out on Facebook and be like, hey, man? No, no, I'm dropping that one. I'm dropping that one because it's none of my business. One, but two, I just thought it was a little. I mean, maybe he's had that conversation with her. Maybe he had the conversation, kind of like that show. What's that show on Netflix that we were watching? What show were you guys Married watching? At first whoa, whoa. Oh, no, you're watching Love is Blind. Love is Blind. I've never seen it. Yes, you shows did. Have you guys I didn't been watching. watching. Anyway, same kind of scenario where the guy comes out and has to tell the girl, yeah. hey, I, 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 I... Are you friends with him on Facebook? Yes. Okay, can you please Facebook message him? No. And be like, hey, man, remember when we were at Fireman's Pole and you were talking about... <laughs> he's been, ah. he's, he's, he did this whole story just to say Fireman's Pole. Just, <laughs> that's, I, I, that's the only reason he said just, that. Is that, I is that know, a notable gay bar? No, he just oh. did it. I just want to know how we went You're from stupid. there to where you are now. You're stupid. There's no way I'm, I'm bringing that up. It was just weird to me. Like, hey, Jim, we were at the. Remember when we were drinking that one night at the Rainbow Whiskey Pearl? <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> you just used Pearl twice. You used the Pink Pearl and then the Rainbow Whiskey Pearl. The Rainbow like, Whiskey Pearl. Like, come on, pearl? dude. Come on with something new. I have Luster Pearl in my. <laughs> what about like the 
Lunches, lunches was amazing. We said the, the fireman's twist, the, No, the Twisted Nugget was great. <laughs> <laughs> Coach, if you ever go to a bar called Twisted Nugget, allow me to punch you in the freaking face. Like if, I, I mean, if someone steals that bar name, I want some kind of royalty because oh, I just hey. came up with that. And what's the sign? What does the sign hey. look like? I, I don't know. I, I didn't get that hey, much yeah, into so, it. So uh, me and the boys were last night out drinking a Twisted Nugget. What hey, hey, what, hey, what are you guys doing later? You guys want to go to the Twisted Nugget? Hey, if you guys ever drank it, Twisted Nuggets are great. Hey, they're doing twofers at the twi- Twisted Nuggets tonight, man. I'm going to pass on that one. I'm going to stick to the Mumbrian Street. <laughs> well, speaking of going out, oh, I was looking at Twitter, and Christian McCaffrey is dating the hottie. Yeah, he is. Olivia Colpo. How do you say her name, Ray? I'd say that's it. Okay. Oh, Olivia Antetokopo? No, no, no. Here's my thing. And so they, they did like a virtual prom or something where they danced and had all this set up and because of quarantine. But my whole thing is, is this chick just a mm. cleat chaser? She yeah. Because then she used to have Amendola or one of them. I think, well, here's the thing. I think she dates whoever's the big star at the time. She dated Zed. Danny Amendola back when he was in the you know Super Bowl with the Patriots and then he goes down to Miami and she doesn't care about him anymore. Jaffrey. She dated Tim Tebow, Nick Jonas, and Ryan Lochte. So after Ryan Lochte goes and has all this success at the Olympics, she dates Ryan Lochte. And now Christian McCaffrey just signs a huge deal. Oh, guess who I'm going to date? Christian McCaffrey. Well, like, I'm starting to think that she is just chasing the hottest, yeah. hottest item on the, you know. You yeah. know who she's going after, McCaffrey? Yep. Brady. Herbert. The next big star. Herb Street? Or Her- Joe Burrow? No, Herbert. Herbert. Her- He's going to suck. I'm just kidding. Who? Justin Herbert. That turd oh, that got the drafted. Oregon like, dude. Top six. Yeah, that, that, he went to the Chargers. Oh no, maybe he's gonna Tua! go after the Mo- Hey, maybe he's gonna go after the U- the Utah State dude, the Jordan Love. Jordan Love. There you go. So I mean it's gonna be a love guy or a Tua. I'm almost feeling Tua a little bit. Yeah, because Tua's down in uh Miami and she likes Miami because that's where Amandola was. Oh, uh, she dropped him when he got down there though. So I just think not. it's kind of weird. I think you're onto something. I, I mean, you know, no, when, it's you, a thing. It's when you start seeing a pattern like that, yeah, for sure. Like, someone but, that, but don't you have a, a thing? Like, don't you have a, a, a kind of girl that you like? Like, maybe her thing is I like rich famous dudes. Or she, <laughs> she likes, I was going to say, I don't think Zed and Amendola yeah. or T. I mean, I don't yeah. know what Zed looks like, but... Nick Jonas, does he have anything? Is he Let's like Tebow? So no. she's a fan of guys that work on the weekends. It sounds like Zed, he's a oh, Friday, wow. Saturday DJ. Oh. Jonas has shows on the weekends. McCaffrey oh. works on Sunday. Mm. Uh, Lochte only works once every four years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Coach, he's taking out for the whole summer, though. Guys, that's the thing. She likes to turn on oh. the TV, and she likes to see her dude on the television. Come yeah. on. I just you think she's that hot? She, oh, my God. I mean, there are some. I would say one. Out, image? I did. I would say one out of ten pictures. I was like, oh wow, she's hot. Coach, you need to get one out good, of ten. That's not a good ratio. Yeah, I, you had LASIK. Yeah, right? I thought you got your vision taken care of. I did, Coach. Like it's okay look, to look, say. Look, like, no, 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 no. Don't no, be like, no. oh, my wife may hear this. I'm not allowed to say how no, hot. Oh, my wife are. doesn't care. Like I'm not doing anything. I'm just look. Uh, no, not okay. Okay, 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 okay. Ooh, she's pretty hot in that picture. Okay, how about just do uh, Olivia Culpo. Uh, Naked? swimsuit. <laughs> and I bet you you're just Google Coupo porn. <laughs> Hold on. Here we go. Oh, 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 my. Oh. Oh, has it changed? She's not even wearing anything on this one. She's got Ooh. a snake. Oh, I don't like that one. Um, yeah, she's hot. Thank yeah, you, Coach. Hot. Thank you for I mean, changing your answer. Maybe I'm just one. not. I mean, I don't know. 
Yeah, she's all right. Okay. Anyway, yeah, I think you're onto something though. Yeah, I, I just I saw the picture and I didn't realize they were dating. And then I was like, man, I feel like she's been associated with every star that's out there. Let me check. Ah, uh, Tebow. Yeah. Damn. Man, what's Tebow doing right now? Dude, he's living the life. Well, I mean, he did a lot of TV. What does that mean? Okay, so he did a lot of TV hits. I thought he was doing things where he'd be a motivational speaker, and he'd do appearances, and he'd get paid for that stuff. Well, he can't do that right now because of Corona. I know. That's what I'm saying. So, I mean, mean, he's he's going to have a kid in nine, because he he had never done the deed. He got married right before Corona. Who did he marry? Uh, Some chick that didn't. I don't even think she spoke English. Oh, wow. I think she won, like, Miss Universe. Wow, that's cool. And she was from a different country, I I believe. And he was from another universe. <laughs> and that, the way it goes in Miss Universe, you have to be from another universe. Nice to meet you. What galaxy are you from? I believe she was from the Antetokounmpo galaxy. I'm from the Milky Way. You know, Earth. How's it going? I'm Lunchbox. Where was she from? I don't know. Oh. You'd have to look her up. I, I, I don't know this. I'm just saying. I was just like, now that Kupo came up, Tebow, I mean, he has Kupo, to have a kid. Tebow. Yeah. Dude, let lunch do his joke about he had to go in there with a hazmat suit after Tim Tebow's honeymoon. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, there's nothing else to do. He was going to be at spring training and getting and playing baseball. Spring but, training? I thought he gave up on that. He dream. was still playing baseball. Yes, in the mine in the minors. <laughs> yes, coach, that's like fifteen thousand dollars a year. But he's he, he can makes make millions of dollars at H E B. He probably could. Listen, he's been swinging a different stick, boys, for the past couple months. Hey, so so you're saying he waited to get married, so for sure he's exploded. Well, no, I'm saying for sure he's having a kid. Once quarantine's over, it's going to come out that his wife is pregnant because there is nothing else to do, and so that's all Tebow's doing. Hmm. Like, it probably wasn't in the plans to have a kid this quick, but it's Tim Tebow Jr. is going to be born next March. Did you ever want to wait to until you got married? To what? No. You knew right off the bat. Why would I ever want to wait till marriage? I saw, I mean, some of those movies when I was like 10, 11 years old, and I was like, that's for me. (laughs) That's for me. I mean, I'm down with that. Eddie's got a kid that's 10, 11. Yeah, you're telling me he's watching those movies saying that's for me? (laughs) I don't know if your kid is. No, he's not. I, I don't. I mean, we used to go over to Chasm's house after school, and yeah, his yeah. stepdad and they had a magazine, had a, a library of video. Did the stepdad know that he had no. access to it? Well, he, yes. It was. I mean, it was like so, the, so. Basically, like it was mixed in with um, uh, Forrest Gump. Um, <laughs> no, you know, it was Forrest Hump. Was the name. <laughs> okay, I know who you did last summer, right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Things like that, but. It was really saving Ryan's private. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. I would say it was more of Forrest Gump was mixed in with all that. You would have had to search to find Forrest oh, but, Gump. Right, right. But what I'm saying is, you know, remember those towers? Oh, he had towers and towers. towers. Yes. You would put VHS tapes Which on. We all had the towers. So, so you telling me you had towers out in the living room oh, yeah. with those kinds of movies? And he just expected his kids, the stepkids, not to watch them. That's ridiculous. Well, I understand it's ridiculous. I understand that because we would go right to Chasm's house after school and be like, Turn it on! <laughs> okay. And so then, you guys never thought it was awkward to watch that with other dudes? See, I never did the video thing, but I had a buddy who would hide a magazine in these bushes, and like five of us guys would go in these bushes and look at these magazines. 
Wait, wait, wait. So you five guys are... I was just about to say that it's awkward watching these movies with five dudes. But how about five dudes crammed into a bush? But for whatever reason, they just hid it in a bush so that parents wouldn't find or whatever. So we go, yeah, let's go to the bush. How about under your mattress? I don't know, Coach. Coach. It was a universal spot near the elementary school. I don't know. So, so you guys were in the bushes. We'd go in this bush and we'd all just like thumb through the magazine. Hey, thumb through. It would just be a bunch of dudes. Now, would you get in the middle of the bush or would you just be behind the bush? I just remember it, it was. You were in the woods. They were thick. They were like carragena bushes. You couldn't even see through them. But we'd go in there. Some guy would smoke. Like he'd, I got a cigarette from my parents. You guys want to smoke it? A couple guys would smoke. A couple guys would look at the magazines. And then boom, we leave the bushes. Go another, you know, take a week and off. That was it. And then sometimes you go back. Hey, you want to go to the bushes again? Yeah, is that magazine still in there? Let's go. Go to the bushes. See, we had a fort in the woods that we would put those <laughs> magazines in. We, we had a, a little, fort? Yeah, absolutely. A, how a, many of you guys would go into the fort and look Oh, at the I mean, it was a come. You know, it was some people come, like three people go. There could be five people there. It just depends. I mean, it was a great fort. And three on the stories, far back side, had a, there was it, a it had a swing it. off the top level. It was a well built fort. But what? But what's the camaraderie there of you seeing and naked four chicks. other dudes looking at naked, seeing a naked, naked, seeing naked chicks? Right, right. When, but but it would get you excited a little bit, right? When you're 11 or 12 years old, you don't. You just want to see the naked chick. You don't care. You don't care about the dude sitting next to you. You're not worried about that. You're like, oh, oh. I mean, because when you're 11 or 12, you haven't seen that many naked chicks. And when you got it on video, hey, let's go on the bus. Chasm, we go into your house. Yeah, yeah, let's go. Let's go. Get off at his chasm stop. Yeah, that's the kind of stuff that parents worry about. Well, he just told you a story. That but now it's even easier because you just go into uh, Google. You just go to a computer. Yeah. No, you could do it. When we internet first started, when I was in whatever. You could do it on a phone. Like my, my buddy's kid is... 12 he got busted i would say february he was uh in class they all have computers i guess at the desk i don't i don't go to school now so you don't, don't go to school with him no but he was he got busted looking i guess they have ipads is what it is mm-hmm. <laughs> and the teacher busted him but look googling hot chick butts <laughs> nice what did he get <laughs> And so the dad google that right now the, see what you the get dad asked him like what the why, why are you looking that up at school and he goes Oh, my friend on the bus dared me to do it. He's like, so your friend on the bus told you to look up hot chick butts, and you're, so, but you're the only one looking at it. He's like, okay, no friend dared me. I just wanted to look at hot chick yeah, butts. Yeah, exactly. Got him. <laughs> you're like my nephew. He's sitting there looking at TikToks all day, and you're, I'm like, you're telling me this kid's not looking at least one TikTok of a girl dancing, shaking it? Okay. He's speak- just watching sports TikToks all day? Right. My aunt had her birthday this weekend, and we did a whole family Zoom because... We wanted to get together and we played cards against humanity. You guys are familiar with the game? God, coach, it's not fun in person, much less over the computer. Okay, no, no, no. My question is we played it with my cousin's 14 year old son and 12 year old daughter. That's awkward. Well, I mean, because some of the cards, I think you can get a dirtier set of cards. Oh, is is it dirty? Okay, explain the game. Okay, so what it is is you you have everybody has seven cards that you that you. Like I have seven cards that I read. Like mm-hmm. the answers are like Skeletor or in the butt or butt, in, in assless butt. chaps, things like that. But they do say stuff like in the butt. Yes. yes. And so then it'll say, and it'll so, say um, the, like the group. Um, I, I, we have the, kids listening. The, no, it'll be like the nicest person I've ever met. And then you'll have to find the answer. That's the funniest or the most serious. Right. And you, the, who is there's one person that's the judge that round. So you have to play to your audience. Like, are they going to want something dirty? Are they going to want something funny? Like, okay. Like one of mine was, there was a group of people engaging in, uh, 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 
but it came to a screeching halt because blank. In the butt. Well, one of them was bloody farts. Oh, God. <laughs> like, like the things kids like are that. just sitting there laughing? Well, it was just like a little <laughs> bit weird. Coach, I don't have to log out of that Zoom meeting you were in. <laughs> well, that, here, here's the thing. I didn't. It was fun for the adults because it was my aunt's birthday, you know, but I didn't know, like, is it weird that my cousin's 14-year-old, the 12-year-old girl, she left pretty quick. Yeah. I would hope. Like, she yeah. was in there for about 15, 20 minutes, and she's like, I'm out. But one year, big difference, 13. But then the 14-year-old boy 14. stayed for about an hour. And it was just like, okay. And, it, and you didn't think once maybe maybe you should just tone it down because he's watching? But how can I tone it down? The cards are the cards. I, I, I can't. Yeah, but you can decide if you're going to be clean or dirty, right? But most of them are dirty. Yeah. Like that that's there's the apples the apples I guess would be the clean version. And, and no one no one would say, "Hey, hey 14-year-old, cover earmuffs real quick." No. <laughs> no, but it, and here's the thing, his dad was sitting there next to him who's my cousin, and he was just awful quiet all night. My cousin's wife, she was just like at the beginning of the game, she was like, "Oh my gosh, this is a lot of explaining to do to a 12 and 14-year-old." Yeah, oh, dude, he's going to have a great combo with oh, his friends goodness. in a week. And after about 30 minutes, the wife was out. She, she left. She went to yeah. walk the dogs, and she was gone the rest of the time. Interesting, Coacher. Yeah, Coach. Very interesting. And you didn't feel uh, <laughs> gross after that? <laughs> no, I, I, Zoom? I, I, I did. I, I, it was for my aunt's birthday. But though. I did win the game with Bloody Fart. No, I that thought. was the 14-year-old's play. He played Bloody Farts. Oh, my gosh. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. That's how I know. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with this story. I don't either, Coach. But we were, no, we were talking about 12-year-olds and 14-year-olds, so would you let your 12-year-old play that? No. Would no. you? But, but here's one, though. I got you with a with 12-year-old. He wants to start watching The Last Dance. And, and, I'm, okay. and I'm like... I don't know. I want him to watch it. I do want him to watch it because, I mean, it's a cool documentary. I think he would actually really enjoy the documentary. But, Coach, there's a lot of F-bombs in that no, documentary. You can go to ESPN2, and you can watch the non-cursing edition. So what do they do, bleep? I guess I'd have never watched it. But speaking of The Last Dance, 
Oh my gosh, did you guys watch this week? No, no, no. Did you watch, Ray? No, I haven't seen any of the episodes. Yeah. Oh, no, Coach, you don't need to, Coach. Lunchbox, here, Coach. Me and Ray are going to leave the room. You want to no, no, just go no, ahead no, no, and no. replay no, no. the whole thing. Like, like this, this, these two episodes, they got into the dream team, everything about the Bulls, Jordan's gambling, all of it. So we're going to start out with a quiz. Eddie and Ray, please take out a pen and paper. What? Pen and paper. Okay. Yeah, and you're going to write these down. I, I'm just going to give you about a minute. A minute? Yeah. All right. And do not cheat. Do not Google. Do I'm not do not anything. Cheating. I just want you to write down who was on the 1992 Dream Team. Got it. Uh, and whoever gets the most players wins? Yeah, that's it. I just want to see how you guys do. Okay. Yep, he was on there. Yep. 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 What's his name? Uh, this is interesting because they cover this, and it is fascinating uh, to hear all about the Dream Team. You're not going to get it. The Admiral? You're really not going to get Okay, <laughs> Admiral. Don't give him answers, Eddie. Are yeah, you, I mean, I'm not going to put that one because he gave me that. I'm just okay. going to go. Is it okay about four? Hold on. Hey, you, can have, you can have the whole team, right? I'll just Who's do it. Oh, oh, I got it. What's his name? Um, gosh, what's his name? What's he look like, man? No, a bald. Oh, okay. You play basketball? All right. Yeah, hold on. You got all the yours? I got six. Okay, hold that's on, not bad. On. What's his name, though? Can I just look at the dude's name? No. Coach, just do it. What, this what, isn't what, the SAT. What team did he play? I think he played for the Knicks. Yeah, dude. Bald. Okay. He was on cereal boxes a lot. Yeah, Spike Lee. Oh, oh, Spike Lee? No. Oh, on cereal boxes a lot. He commentates oh, now. Stop. Oh, Mark Jackson. No. Yeah, coach, put him on there. Greg Anthony. No. All right, Carmelo coach, you want to know mine? No. Are you done, That's Eddie? easily a minute, coach. It's not funny after a minute. No, coach, I'm not trying to be funny. I'm trying to come up with this dude's name. Well, I'm just saying, this isn't your college entrance That's exam. Me. All right. All right, Whatever. Greg, Thank give me yours. Down. I got Jordan, Drexler, Barkley, Hakeem, Bird, and Magic. Okay. Hakeem Olajuwon is not from America. Dang it. But... <laughs> Ah, I came on my tumbo. And I would have done the Admiral, but he gave it to okay. Yao Ming. Okay, Eddie, who do you have? I have Jordan, Bird, Barkley, Ewing, Robinson, and then, oh, Grant. It's who I was looking for. Oh. What's uh, his name? Grant. Grant Hill. Grant Hill. Yeah, he's not on there. Uh, uh, but here it is. Christian Leitner, who was fresh out of college. So yeah, I'm, I'm looking at this. Like, how unbelievable to go from this senior, this college player. Wait, who won? I think you did. I don't know. How many did you get? I got five. I got five because I missed Hakeem, right? Yeah. Bam, you tied. So Christian Leitner, David Robinson, Patrick Ewing, Larry Bird, Scotty Pippen, Michael Jordan, Clyde Drexler. That was a good get by you, Clyde Drexler. That was Ray. Oh, Ray, great get. Thank you, Coach. Thank Carl you. Malone, John Stockton, Chris Mullen, Charles Barkley, and Magic Johnson. It, Damn. Guys. Damn. Who, who doesn't belong? Leitner. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, cause, and what a lot of pressure. They thought he was going to be such a superstar. They stuck him on the yeah, dream team. Yeah, that's crazy. But he didn't do anything in the league. Hey, hey so I don't remember. He hung around for a while. I don't remember those games. Did they just dominate every country? They had every country. They won by like Their 80. closest game was 32 points. That's <laughs> amazing. I love that. Guys, but this Jordan documentary, it was. Okay, coach, we're going to go to the restroom. You go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, no, but I don't spoiler alert, Coach. Go ahead. No. Okay. 
So it starts off <laughs> with Jordan's last all-star game, right? And he's playing again, and Kobe's on the Western Conference. Jordan's on the Eastern Kobe, Conference. Kobe's in it? Yeah. Oh, rest in peace. Yeah, they did say that. In mer- like well, For sure, in memory. Yeah, in the very beginning. No, some so, people said it kind of weirded him out when he came on the screen. It was like he was back alive. It, it was, what? Yeah, because it was unaired footage. <laughs> it, it was a little it was a little weird just to... And then they interview him. Like, it's like him talking. And he talked about it. He was like, I hate when people say, oh, you know, you're better than Jordan. Or you could beat Jordan one-on-one. You got more of a skill set. He was like, do you realize that my game, like, improved so much thanks to Jordan. He was like, I was this 19-year-old kid in the All-Star game and I asked Jordan, hey man, like I'm doing this one shot. Like, can you like give me some pointers? Like how to, you know, get better at it? He was like, and he said, he sat there and talked to him and then he goes, hey man, if you ever need anything, just call me. And he was like, so I could, I could call Jordan and he gave me tips. It was like a big brother. He gave me, so I, my career I wouldn't be this good without Jordan giving me all these tips. It was so cool to see. And the last dance is brought to you by McDonald's. We'll be back after these messages. <laughs> ah, Welcome back ah, to the last dance. Go ahead, Lunch. Ah, ah. This is the clean version. If you want the swearing one, go to ESPN2. <laughs> then they go into all this, the shoe deals, right? The what? The shoe deals. Oh, shoe deals. Like Jordan, you know, like his agent's yeah, like, I want to get you a shoe. Like, you are going to be a star. We got to get you a shoe. He wanted to market him because, like, at that time, tennis players had a lot of shoe deals and they were individual marketing, you know, people like, oh, oh we're going to. Sampras gonna- had shoe deals, yeah. Well, this was before Sampras. It was? Yeah. This is back back in the 80s. Oh, 80s, not yeah. 90s. Yeah. And so uh, uh, Converse uh. was the big shoe then. Oh, like the All Stars. And they were they had magic and bird and they showed all these commercials and it was hilarious. And Converse was like, ah, we don't have enough room. For and Jordan. Jo- and Jordan, yeah, Jordan wanted Adidas. Adidas, like, oh my gosh, I want to go with Adidas. He, he didn't want to take a meeting with Nike. Crazy. And his parents, his dad was like, look, dude, why not go? Because Adidas couldn't wasn't gonna take him. Why not? I guess they didn't have the money, or they they just weren't gonna do a whole shoe over Jordan, rookie, no name. So Nike was like, hey, come to come, come see us, come see us. And he's like, no, I'm not even gonna get on the plane. I'm not going. His dad was like, why not? What's it gonna hurt to fly out there and see what they have to offer? And they said they offered him 250,000, more than any rookie, just some rookie that's never, you know, done anything. And his dad's like, this is the best deal. You have to take this deal. And Nike's goal was to sell three million dollars worth of shoes in the first year that Jordan wore them. They sold $127 million in the first year. Wow. I was probably one of them. This segment is brought to you oh by McDonald's. Once again, the last dance. Lunch, go ahead. Then, Team USA. We're talking, oh, the, the best team of all time. Notice one g- guy that was not on that team. Isaiah Thomas. Thomas. He's a weird one to me. Why? What do you mean? He just seems weird every time he talks. Because he's quieter, coach. He's quiet. And he smiles all he the time. He talks like no teeth. The kind, 49ers are a niner finer. And next thing you know, Russ Francis was there. <laughs> he was outside to pick me with me. <laughs> and he paid for my lunch. And I'm like, what's wrong with Isaiah Thomas? Something's up with this dude. So Isaiah Thomas was <laughs> no, not on the team. Geez. And forever, it, it's been said that Jordan is the one that said, I will not play if Isaiah, Isaiah Thomas doesn't play. 
And they asked Jordan. Are we goes, still in the, the sixth episode? What are we in right now? I think we're still in the sixth okay, episode. Right. Okay. And Jordan's like, look, if you guys want to put that on me, fine. Put it on me. So to me, deep down, Jordan was not the only one that didn't want him. Magic didn't like him. Larry Bird didn't like him. Scotty like Pippen him hated him. Carl Malone supposedly hated Isaiah Thomas because he was a little snake and he was a jerk and no one liked him. But Jordan said, if you want to put it on me, and I really believe if Jordan is the one that kept him off, Jordan would say, you know what? Yeah, I didn't want him on the team. There you go. Maybe that's it. Maybe it's, he's always smiling and real nice, but in real life, he's a snake. He's a jerk. He is. That's what it sounds like. Dang, dude. I, I, every time he talks, I'm like, Something's up with this guy. He doesn't really talk much. You see him on TV nowadays? Yeah, just the documentaries, like uh, East, yeah. East 60s or whatever. That's and Jordan, specialty? Yeah, Jordan said, he goes, look. <laughs> That's all he does, Coach. He goes, I got, I got respect for his game. He goes, I think Magic Johnson is the best point guard of all time, and I think Isaiah Thomas is second. Like, he, he has a great basketball player, but I don't like him. Mm-hmm. I don't like the dude. Mm-hmm. And Isaiah was like, I mean, I don't know how they picked the team. I don't I mean, know how they picked the team. I mean, if you look at me, I had all the credentials. I checked all the boxes, but I wasn't invited. Wow. So I think deep down it still hurts Isaiah. Oh, sure. Yeah. Well, you know the guys that are hurt are the ones that are not doing the documentaries. I mean, the people you don't see on TV are probably hurt. Carl Malone, the mailman, might be hurt. I've never seen the dude on TV once. He's probably hurt that he never won a championship. Hey, hey, what, what do you think about the guys that don't ever get a documentary made on them, but they have to always speak on another, on another player, like like uh, uh, John Sally? Okay, like I've seen him in so many documentaries <laughs> talking about the teams he was on, talking about Rodman, talking about was it Detroit? Yep. I, I mean, all of the, I talking about Isaiah Thomas, but I've never seen a John Sally documentary. So you're saying <laughs> well, like. Was John there? Sally, he, 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 I think you feel appreciated that you were part of appreciated, whatever appreciative yeah. of being on such a good team that you are remembered in history as being one of the better teams, yeah. the bad boy Pistons that you have a legacy that you were good enough to play. You may not have been the star, but you were good enough to be a part of that. And they still, like, they still talk about you in the history of basketball. You're part of that history. You could be. Mark Madsen, who played for the Lakers, and he was just made fun of for dancing at the rallies whenever they'd win because he never did anything on the court. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned that. The guys, I think about a lot about those guys on the first Jordan team. Yeah. Uh, a lot of no-namers. I mean, you, you probably know their names. I'd never really yeah. heard of them. Uh, Bill there's Wennington. A, huh? Bill Wennington. Yeah, he's one of them. Okay. Uh, 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 you got Will Perdue. Yeah, don't know who that uh, is. Uh, you got Luke Longley. No, don't know who Luke. that is. Luke Longley. Uh, oh, Bill, I, know, I know who he is. Bill Cartwright. Bill Cartwright. Uh, Craig them. Hodges, BJ Armstrong, John Paxson. Yeah. I mean, they were all so good. But they Stacey were Stacy King. But they were all good because Jordan was on the team. No, they were still good enough to be in the NBA. They yeah, were, I know. But I mean, if everyone, it's like. Whoever plays for the Knicks right now, like they're not all great. The team sucks. They may not fit well together. You do need a superstar usually to yeah, win. Yeah. But yeah, and that's what it was. It was so interesting just to watch and then talk about Team USA and how much fun it was and how competitive it was and how the practices and the trash talk and they would get mad at each other. And they said it was some of the best basketball they've ever played because it was so competitive in practice. Who was their coach? It was so competitive until the game started and they won Chuck by Daly. 30. Right. Well, they, yes, because USA was losing in, comp- in in national competition, so they finally went back to the pro players because they wanted to send a message, mm. and they blew up globally because of that. 
And then they talked about Tony Kukoc was playing for Croatia at the time. Oh, he was and, good. Lefty. And they were going to play, you know, Team USA. And he was supposed to come over to play for the Bulls. Kukoc. And Jerry Krause kept talking about how Kukoc was the, the uh, future of the Bulls, like over there trying to sign him to a long-term dr- deal instead of signing Pippen, like before they signed Pippen. So Pippen and Jordan were taking it personal. Like, okay. You you think this guy's better than Scotty? We're gonna show you. So they played Croatia in the the early round or whatever, and they told the other team, the, the teammates, they said, "Listen, you leave Kukoc to me and Pippen. Don't guard him. Let us have him." <laughs> wow! And they murdered the kid. Oh, murdered wow. him. Like and Kukoc, they interviewed Kukoc on the documentary. He's like, I, I I didn't understand, man. Like I, I'd never met them. Like I had never met them in my, he had no idea what was going on, but Jerry Krause is back in Chicago talking about Kukoc, Kukoc. He's the future of the bulls, blah, blah. We got to get him signed over there. Just touting him and drooling over Kukoc and Pippen and Jordan were like, Oh, you're going to diss Pippen like that. We're going to show you Jerry Krause who the men are like how this guy. And afterwards they're talking about, man, this dude doesn't even belong in the NBA. Dang, dude. I got to watch this documentary. It was awesome. That's it. He already said it all, but then (laughs) they played Croatia in the championship. There's more. Are we, are we in episode six? No, no, we're still seven, six. Okay. No, we're in episode five. You jumped ahead to six. Oh, five and six. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then they talk about, I mean, Kukoc comes back. I mean, you want to talk about getting knocked down and having the balls to come back? Yeah. He came back in the championship, had like 16 points, eight rebounds, some assists. I mean, he didn't let that get them down. He could have just folded up like a little tent and never showed up again. But he said, you know what? And that's when he won respect. Oh, wow. From the Bulls? Yeah. he played well then. Again. Yeah, he played okay. well. And they're like, oh, you know what? And and Jordan says, you know, we love him as a teammate. Like what he did for the Bulls, like we love him as a teammate. Wow. But you got to understand it was personal because Jerry Krause. Yeah. And they talked about the Bulls winning the champ- their second championship when they played the Trailblazers. And everybody was comparing Clyde Drexler to Jordan oh, and gosh. saying they were on the same level. And Jordan's like, I took that personal. I was like, this dude ain't on my level. I'm about to, you know, show him. I'm going to eat his lunch. Yeah. And so the night before game one, Magic Johnson was working for NBC and Magic's over at his house playing cards. And Jordan goes, just so you know, I'm going to put it on Clyde tomorrow. Oh, wow. And he went out and that's when he hit the NBA record for threes in the first half. Wow. There's a Is lot that of when he did the shrug. Yeah, that's when he did the shrug. That's when he did the shrug. Six Let's in the go. first half, baby. That, that's that. There are a lot of those stories of Jordan, like playing golf with someone before the game and being like, watch this. Uh, poker at Magic. Yes. Watch this. The night, the night of, like you know, before that game. That's that's got to be baller to just be able to be like, hey man, tomorrow I'm gonna do this. Watch me. Yes, that's what's so crazy is like when you are that good, you can tell the people the night before, like that dude's talking about me. Like Watch they're this. they're saying on the same level. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and show you who's on my level. Yeah. Nobody's on Nobody. my level. Michael Jordan is a god. Hey, no, well, you realize though now, LeBron though, he's watching this and he's got to be like, man, I need to be more of a dick. I need to I need to probably talk some more trash. Yeah, I need to be more of an alpha. I need to be yeah, more well, of a- something. To my friend brought up that was really interesting too is like this is Jordan without social media pre- oh pressure. Oh my gosh. Can you imagine Jordan during the social media area era? Like if he was doing it now, like, could, how would it be different? Could he perform coach. with that pressure? He had so much pressure and it shows it in episode six. Oh, Great transition. 
Great transition. Great. Okay, coach, we're going to run to the restroom. Go ahead and do six. No, no, you're not going anywhere. Yeah. You got to get. You got to listen to this, coach. I mean, I, I do want to watch it at some point. I understand, but this is unbelievable. This is like you, you just this, went to go watch a movie, coach, and you just came back and told all your friends the whole movie. This goes like, into all of Jordan's gambling and how everybody said he had a gambling problem. He was like, I don't have a gambling problem. I have a competitive problem. Uh, he was like, I am just competitive. He goes, I had, he goes, it wasn't like my family wasn't eating and they were starving. And my wife, if I was losing all my money, my wife would have left me. My kids would have left me. What was I, he gambling? Like how golf cards, anything <laughs> it shows him. Okay. Bovada. You want to go, was he doing the Greyhound race? You want to know how competitive he was the dogs in the locker room with the security guards. Yeah. His, 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 his crew, he is playing the six security guards yes. he had, right? He is playing quarters with them where they just throw the quarter and whoever gets it closest to the wall wins 20 bucks. Wow. And Jordan be like, you guys get thrown three tosses. I only get one. So they would throw three quarters and then Jordan would try to beat him with one and he'd pull out money and pay him or the security guard would pull out and pay him. It, I mean, with this security guard, this dude before a game is sitting there in his suit and the security guards in his arena outfit and they're playing quarters. Huh? You know, some of these players now in the NBA are like, oh, I should probably talk to the security people. I don't even have relationships with anybody in the arena. <laughs> it was pretty fascinating to see his gambling. He would bet hundreds of thousands of dollars on a round of golf. He was like, I'm not betting on anything but me. He goes, I never bet on games, never bet on anything. I was betting on myself. I think I did. I think me and Eddie, or was it me and Pitts? I think I bet a case of beer one time, and I've never ipped a ball so bad in my entire life. I, <laughs> dude, I had like a 20-foot putt, and I hit it like two feet. It was, I mean, the fascinating, and then Jordan talked about, like that third season when they were going for back-to-back-to-back, that first three-peat, the mental exhaustion from all the pressure, like mm-hmm. Eddie said, mm-hmm. because everywhere he went, once he left his hotel room, there were thousands of people. I mean, just to get on the team bus, the parking garage is across the street. There's people hanging over it just to get a like a, a glimpse of him walking from the hotel entrance to the bus, which is you 10 ever met feet. Him? Never met him. Never. But now... Is it more that they have better fencing so yes. that people are okay. farther back? That is that is a great point. I mean, real. there was people that could reach out and touch him. Nowadays, they would have it so blocked off that he would have a lot easier path. I mean, the security guards are walking and their hands touching, 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 reaching. There's people everywhere. It was, and he said it was more like when they asked him after he won the third championship, he said it was a relief more than it was excitement because he was just so exhausted. It was awesome. And he was tired. He was like, I can't believe people are digging into my gambling. Like it took a toll on him and he, and he hated it. Like it was was so good. You guys are bored. But you you learn a ton about Jordan that we never knew. Oh, the core. I mean, my favorite segment was the quarters with the, the freaking security guy. Was it the Jerry curl guy? Yes. Okay. Cause I saw a picture of him. Then uh, here's the funny part. So he would play cards on the plane, like big money cards. And I think it was uh, who uh, maybe probably Kukok. Hey, do they talk about the the luggage thing that you always talk about? No, really, they left that story out. That's one of my the best stories I've ever heard. I, I yeah, I don't know. Coach, so, I mean the documentary. It's only nine episodes. They're not going to tell ten. everything. Will Purdue is ten. Talk- Coach ten is talking about that. how uh, <laughs> how him and like Judd Bushler and ah, some Judd people Bushler they played cards and and Paxson they played cards in the front Bill of the plane. Paxton. John Paxson, right? They they would play. Blackjack in the front of the plane for a dollar a hand. Wow. And Jordan was playing big money in the back of the plane with Pippin and other people. And Jordan would come up to the front of the plane and be like, Hey, what are you guys playing? 
They're like, oh, we're playing blackjack. Well, can I play? They're like, Michael, like we're playing for a dollar a hand. Like, why would you want to play with us? And he goes, that way, you know, I got your money in my pocket. <laughs> I love it. Jordan is ruthless. He is a God. Dang. What does that mean? He's a God. Why do you keep like, saying that? I just love how just competitive he is. I, I mean, it, everything about him wants, he wants to be, he wants to own everything. He wants to beat you in blackjack. Does he own everything? No, exactly. But he wants to play you in blackjack. Just that, has so he, he can beaten, say, has he beaten everyone? Yeah, Probably. The, no, he hasn't. This Charlotte, yeah, yeah. The Bobcats team, they win about 20 games a year. <laughs> Has, has he won? Has he beat every single team? Yes. No, he yes, he has. Has he won every single game he's ever played? No. Yeah, he's never gonna be the best. He he is the best. <laughs> he is the, he is like a god, dude. I mean, what when you, you watch this, about? when you watch this, I am just Coach. so impressed with everything. You about need to him. quit putting humans at the very top of the world. Oh, he is. What I'm not going to put an animal up there. Hey, did they show up? <laughs> the? I mean, Eddie said, quit putting humans up no, at the top of the list. why would you? That's I terrible. worship a pharaoh. <laughs> what do you want me to put a donkey up Eddie, there? Eddie, I worship a golden goat. You called him a goat. His name he is, is the goat. He, I mean, when you watch this, if you are not just, I just, and the Gatorade commercials, I want to be, I want to be like Mike. I mean, once that, it was just explosion. His popularity, and I still want to be like Mike. When did he go from Mike... To Michael Jordan. Who? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I think he was always Michael Jordan, but he went by Mike in those stupid commercials. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was easier to say, I want to be like Michael. Michael no, Jordan. That doesn't yeah, really go. And they and, and like Nike, when they were first developing his shoe, their little air pump came out, had just come out. Oh, the Reebok pumps? No, the air, like the air pocket. <laughs> oh, I think that's a little basketball. And, it was air, on the top. So, and that's when they came up with Air Jordan, and they were like, Kind of has a ring to it. Did they talk to the Nike people in the documentary? Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Hey, dude. but y'all don't remember the Reebok pumps? No, yeah. I do. I never had them, though. Yeah, I didn't either. I didn't have those. Gosh. Did you ever have those, Coach? Coach, I did have knockoff brands, but I think every once in a while I would get a nicer one. Like, yeah. I'd get a Reebok. I believe I had the Reebok. The ones. But before that, I had a crappier one, but then I got the Reebok pumper. <laughs> yeah. But it never really <laughs> pumped it up, did it? Uh, it would do it along the sides, right? Along the sides of your foot. I never had them. Yeah, no, I think I, I think it pumped it, up the tongue, right? Or the tongue or something. It just made it feel more snug. That was it. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I really don't think it worked. It's kind of like, because ha- I've had a boot on my foot, and it has a pump. And it, like botas? Like a no, no, like a cowboy s- boots? No, no, no. Like a, uh, you had surgery. Oh, oh yeah. They have the same same. And, and I feel like that's the same thing. So yeah. it tightens around the outside yes. and then the front. So it's a whole thing, but yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, I can't well, Coach, what else happened in the documentary, Coach? That's about it, man. That's it? It's about it. It's about it. It was awesome. Well, I thanks, mean, Coach. Thanks for recapping. Dude, that, that was bit. brought to you by Audible, the audio version of TV shows. Yes. Now, if you want to watch the documentary on ESPN, you can, but you just heard the whole thing. I mean, he's a god. <laughs> Shut up with that. You know LeBron, dude. LeBron right LeBron now, is, I mean, I wonder if LeBron's watching this going, I hate this guy. No, I, no. Think, I think LeBron idolized I mean, he idolized him. But no, he's realizing that MJ was cutthroat. LeBron's cutthroat. a little bit nicer with his well, Instagram yeah. lives. He's buddies with all. Now LeBron's thinking, maybe I don't need to be friends with every guy no. in the NBA. Exactly. No, no, no. I, opposite. I think LeBron's looking at this as like, this is what makes me different than that dude. James I'm, Harden's I'm like, I'm a good person. James Harden's like, I'm going to keep doing my no handshakes and where I walk off the court. And there was that- big controversy in the Eastern Conference Finals because Jordan bowls down 1-0 and they're hearing all about it, hearing all about it. 
So he told his dad, man, let's, let's just get out of here for the night. And they took a limo down to Atlantic City and went to the casino. And he said, you know, we played for a few hours, played some cards, blah, blah, blah. He's like, sue me. I like to play blackjack. What's the big deal? He goes, I was back in my hotel by 1230, 1 a.m. for the, you know, and the next day they lost game two. And everybody's like, oh, is it because he was at the casino all night? He was like, I was in bed by one. Like, what's the big deal? People were freaking out. Should have uh, been in bed by 1030. Yeah, he should have been calling his kids. Yeah. Oh, man, I love Jordan. He's amazing. They do always show him, though. Oh, owner of the Bobcats. Now, can I ask you, have you Eddie, you've watched a little bit of the documentary. Yeah. What's wrong with his eyes? I don't know. Why man. are they always bloodshot? That's no, what I'm no, asking. They're, no, they're not bloodshot boys. They're like yellow. Yeah, there's something wrong with him. It looks like he's jaundiced. Yes. I, I, like I'm telling you, honestly, the eyes tell a lot. And he's got, there is an organ issue the, or something. I, I, I want to say it's a kidney or a liver issue. Or maybe a liver issue, I think, maybe. I mean, I'm, I'm not a doctor, but I just look at his eyes. I'm like, man, they don't look right. They don't look right. But I don't know. Every time I watch it, my wife, too, she's like, I can't take it. I don't know what's wrong with his eyes. God, but he's so awesome, isn't he? So, so where are his kids? Because they, they tried to play ball, right? Yeah, I know his one son played it somewhere in Florida, maybe UCF or something, Florida Atlantic, something like that. But it's not as good. That's got to suck, huh? Yeah, because he just doesn't ring to it. Be like, Mike Jr. <laughs> I, think, I, I think his name, they were Marcus and Jeffrey Jordan. Yeah, yeah, but he's got little kids now, doesn't he? Yeah, I think with, he has a new, new wife. The new wife that's like twenty. <laughs> I think so, something like that. <laughs> I don't know who she is, but yeah, I think they have kids. But yeah, and it's weird, like athletes, they're to live up to their parents. It's hard. Yeah, yeah. Like David Robinson's kids, like played at Notre Dame. One played football, and he quit early because he was of concussion issues. Another one was playing for, at Duke and never played until the very end of the year, and then the season got canceled. It's yeah. just weird. Pippen's son plays here at Vanderbilt. Yeah, Van- dude, he's that- gonna play here. Or does he, play, play. he played this this last season. He already season. played, dude. Yeah, he played How'd he last do? season. Decent. I think at one point he was like SEC something of the week. It's not bad. Yeah, dude. I mean, the dude's actually <laughs> kind of legit. All right, and Don Shula, rest in peace, guys. Rest in peace. Did Don he die? Shula. Yeah, he died. Ninety oh, years old. Oh man. And the oh. NFL is not going to Europe or Mexico this year. Good. All games will be in the U.S. Good. So no no advantage to betting because mm-hmm. that London game, I love it. when the They're going to save money on all that merch that they give out at the game. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everybody. Have a wonderful Tuesday. Remember, go watch the Jordan documentary. I mean, no, the no, last no. Day. Hey, guys, you don't have to anymore. You just heard it all right here. All right. Hey, tell your friends, too. Hey, have you have you watched the Jordan documentary? They're going to say, no. Hey, don't bother. Go listen to Sore Losers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, You guys are jerks. All right, done? All right, everybody, have a great day. All right, goodbye, everyone. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.
This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.